Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Great Plains Sports Podcast. Today is September 13th, 2020, Sunday afternoon, and we're going to talk about the big Chiefs win. This Kansas City Chiefs won on Thursday night, 34, and the Texans only had 20, so they won by two touchdowns. Now, they did allow attendance. There was about 17,000 people there, sparse and spread out throughout the entire stadium. I was watching at home the safety of my apartment, but everyone that I saw was wearing a mask and following protocol just like they were supposed to. Now, the weather, there was rain, which I think contributed to Mahomes throwing for for only 211 yards. But the man did throw for three touchdowns. And that offensive line stuck in there and only had one sack, which is very, very much improved from the years past. Now his counterpart, Deshaun Watson, had one touchdown and an interception. That interception was forced by our man, Honey Badger. Legereus Sneed was the receiving end of that tip and ran it back for about 30 yards. Now, Watson did throw for 253 yards, but the bigger picture for them was David Johnson. As a reminder, they traded DeAndre Hopkins for him in the offseason, so they made sure that he was the focal point of the offense, especially in the first half. He only had 11 carries, but he did also have three receptions. He ran for 77 yards and one touchdown, which is a good start for them moving forward and showing that they are going to be a very much a running and passing team and not just rely on Watkins, Watson all the time. Now, to finish up Houston, let's talk about their receivers. Their number one wide receiver is not Brandon Cooks, to the surprise of many, but Will Fuller. Will Fuller had eight receptions for 112 yards. No touchdowns this time. But he did have one 31-yard reception. Also, the team had nine different pass catching pass catchers. That's a lot more than what the Chiefs had. They spread it out. I think with the new offensive coordinator and a couple new pass catchers in Cooks and Cobb. I think they were just feeling it out, and it was very obvious on Thursday night as the Chiefs defense, who is not always deemed in the national eye as a top half of the league unit, looked like a stellar Super Bowl contender on Thursday night. Now moving to the Chiefs offensive side, good old Clyde Edwards, Elair, the rookie out of LSU, they ran 25 times. And if you've been a Chiefs fan for any amount of time, you would know this is a rarity. Them running 34 times versus only throwing 32. That hasn't happened in any game that Mahomes has played in in his career so far. He ran, CEH ran for 138 yards and a touchdown. Every rookie in their debut, there are three others that have ran for over 100 yards and a touchdown in their first game, have gone on to either one, win Rookie of the Year, or two, lead the league in rushing. I don't see any difference 
with him during this year in 2020. Now the receivers, can you guess who was the leading receiver? No, it was not Hill, and no, it was not Kelsey, but it was Sammy Watkins. Sammy Watkins had seven receptions for 82 yards and a touchdown, along with Kelsey and Hill, who also added to that total with a touchdown each. They had 50 and 46 yards, respectively. Now, the offense did look good, but as always, there's a few downsides, and that was Demarcus Robinson. Demarcus Robinson had two unbelievable opportunities to haul in touchdown passes. He could have had 80 yards, two touchdowns, and have been one of the top fantasy producers for the week. But he wasn't. He had a beautiful first drive of the game, over-the-shoulder catch. But Bradley Roby, when they came down, he had his hand in between the ball and the arms of Robinson and popped it out at the last minute. They had the good old NFL five-minute review with two commercial breaks and came back with an incomplete pass. Also, another question mark on this team is Nicole Hardman. He only had one reception for six yards and only one target. He, like many on the Chiefs, are over 60% on 60% rostered on fantasy teams on ESPN, CBS, or Yahoo. And to many, he was a disappointment. Now, as you might think, Hill and Kelsey are probably pretty much secured options to start every single week on your fantasy team. But Watkins, just like last year, had a really big first game of the year. And then he has durability issues. I think Andy Reid and that offense is are going to throw the ball around, share it. And I believe that they will share targets and split them up week to week. So look for Hardman versus a depleted Los Angeles Chargers team in the Dome to have a much bigger role in the offense. Now, that defense came up with four sacks on Watson. Stone Cold Jones, with his $80 million contract, already started making his dues with that one and a half sacks. Darian O'Daniel, representing that 20 17 draft that still is a headache to Brett Veach. He has one sack. And Frank Clark had a sack. To round it out, Alex Okafor, the UT grad, also had a half sack. And like I said before, Legereus Sneed had that interception with the Honey Badger tipping it at the line of scrimmage. And Butker ended with two field goals, didn't have much distance on him, as his longest one was only 29 yards, and four extra points. Now, overall, looking at this, the Chiefs really struggled inside the goal, inside the 20-yard line. They ran the ball five times in two possessions with Clyde right up the middle, and he gained a total of three yards. This is not acceptable. They need to look at, in my opinion, using Daryl Williams in that situation a little bit more. And they had a 
fourth down in the first quarter inside their own 30-yard 30, 30 line. And they went for it on fourth and one and gave it to the sausage. And he gave us two yards on the play. I believe that that needs to happen more often. They need to trust in him. They gave him a new contract, and they need to use him as much as possible inside the goal line. Now, with every NFL game, there are injuries. And there were a few during this game. We had Tarverius Ward leave early in the second half with a fractured hand. He will have surgery this week. And they will find out upon that middle of next week his status for the game on Sunday. With them playing Thursday, that gives them three extra games, days, to prepare for their game. Now, also with him, they had Colin Saunders, their reserve defensive tackle, left in the first quarter with an elbow injury, and Alex Okaford hurt his hamstring in the third quarter and did not return from that. The only injury that the Texans had was Duke Johnson. Duke hurt his hamstring as well in the in the first half and did not return. So some of my big takeaways from this game was that Mahomes looked on fire. That man is ready to defend his Super Bowl. Yes, he only had 200-some yards, but he did throw for three touchdowns and looked right on pace with Hill and Kelsey. No worries at all about it. He also was able to run a little bit around the pocket and only got sacked one time. The only person that sacked him was Jacob Martin, and that was because the tight end went out for a pass and did not chip him, in my opinion, well enough. But with a very high-ranked defense, one sack, I'll take it any day of the week. Now, moving forward on this, moving forward meaning towards the weeks ahead, we have the Los Angeles Chargers. This week, we will have another podcast looking into that game and looking into their chances of improving to 2-0 and and 1-0 and in this division. The Chiefs did score 34 points, which is roughly what their average was last year. They also ran for 166 yards, which is mind-blowing higher than what they had in the past. And the defense only gave up 20 points. The defense is going to definitely need to be leaned on a little bit more this year. As defenses scheme for Mahomes, Hill, and Kelsey, it'll be up to those third and fourth options on the offense And that defensive front, one of the most highly paid defensive um, front sevens in the league to lead the Chiefs to yet another conference championship and hopefully a Super Bowl. With that said, I'll repeat it again. Chiefs win 34 to 20. They are 1-0 in this crazy COVID season of 2020. I appreciate you listening, and I hope you have a blessed day. And remember, it's a wonderful day in Great Plains, USA.